Hi, I'm Emmy. And I'm Mago. And this is the Five Things Podcast. Mago! Yeah? <laughs> We're in the same place. High fives. High fives. Woo-hoo! We Thanks. couldn't do that before. You wouldn't have heard that high five sound ever before. Nope. Nope. We are coming at you, not live. Not live. From a closet in a... <laughs> Rental in Heber City, Utah. That's right. People, You, we're finally here. You can stop hearing us talk about going to Utah because we're here. Now we'll talk about being in Utah. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. I wish you could see our setup because... We'll have to post a picture. We'll post a picture, but mm-hmm. we are currently using the closet in my bedroom. Well, Pete, mm-hmm. Pete in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And our mics are on a suitcase. <laughs> and we're in a fairly small closet. <laughs> But we're the furthest away from the children, so we thought this was the best place to be. That's right. And we're together, so we're happy. We're happy as clams. That's right. In a clamshell, because we're real tight in here. (laughs) Thankfully, yes. Um, Okay, so this is our first ever recording together, and it's very exciting. And I wish we knew what episode number it was. I wish we could just do it. I think we're 17. Was it it, it Nathan last night that was saying we've only done like Yeah, he's like, don't you have only eight? I was like, "Uh, we have like 16 or seven. I I think this is 17. Yeah, but we couldn't really counter him properly because we actually had no idea of right. what episode this is. It's all right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, here we are. We are on vacation with our families. We are we got to see each other yesterday after two days of driving. Okay, let's let's throw out this is off the cuff here. Okay. Let's each throw out I learned a very helpful um road trip tip. Okay. Do you I have also, any? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Mine is beef jerky can only be consumed if all <laughs> if all parties in the vehicle are eating the beef jerky. Well, we learned that same thing because fortunately for you, you all were eating the beef jerky. <laughs> because if someone is eating beef jerky and you are not, it makes you want to vomit. Bo opened the beef jerky and I thought someone had had a stomach issue <laughs> in my car. And I was like, oh, no. And then I turned around and saw the beef jerky open. And we were like, boo! No, we did. We, yeah. It was like a, it's like a rule in our it's, car. It was You got to pass it around. Yeah. Everyone needs to get a little bit. Well, Just a piece. I can't eat beef jerky, so I don't get to partake. So, uh, yeah, it's that won't be a car snack for us ever again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your tip? Um, well, mine's for traveling with littles because I, um, I kind of like obsessively researched before we left on how to survive a road trip with your family. We've done lots of road trips. We love road trips, but we've never done this long of a road trip with our girls. We did a road trip with Bo once where we did 17 hours from door to door in one day. Yeah, and but it's he was like a complete champ right. and watched Incredibles like 18 times that day. Right. Um, we So anyway, I did all this research. I was so prepared. I've never felt like a more Pinteresty mom in my life. It was very Pinteresty. Yeah, it was. And people, I posted about it on my Five Things Friday, and people were like, you're such a great mom. I was like, no, don't be confused. <laughs> I, be I am merely trying to survive this road trip as a mediocre mom. So, um, yeah, I... Did you save that on your stories? Can people go see it? Oh, I didn't, but I can. I can add yeah, it to it. Um, yeah, so I actually, the best thing, there were so many things I did, but the best thing I did was I got them a bunch of toys some things were like journals and crayons, so they weren't all like crap, but there was a bunch of crap too. But um and I mostly got it at Walmart and like did not spend a lot of money. Um, but I got enough toys that we could every half hour of our road trip 
either they could have a toy or they could have a snack. And it wasn't their choice. Like, one half hour mm-hmm. they got a snack, the next mm-hmm. half hour they got a toy. And I would just set the alarm in between. And, but if they complained at all in between half hours, they didn't get a toy. So I had a I had a little thing that says Penelope, one that says Georgia. With their, pic- with with their, their pictures. With their pictures on it, clipped to my visor. And if their picture came down, then that time, that next time, they did not get a treat. And I will say, it was so great. Penelope mm-hmm. got taken down one time, and that was it. Other than that, they both got all their treats. That We had very little complaining. We were in the car for so long, because we st- it was, it's about a 10-and-a-half-hour drive, but we stopped a lot. So we were in the car a lot, and mm-hmm. they were such troopers, and it, it was great. They were so excited every single time they got to open. That's awesome. And no one asked me for snacks in between the snacks. Mm-hmm. So it was That great. eliminated that problem, yeah, too. super successful. And that's coming from a parent with a very hard child. Uh-huh. It went really well. Listen, so you got to do what you got to do. Oh, yeah, I'm not above bribing. Well, it was just funny because when I saw Emmy's story, it was on Friday while we were all packing. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I have (laughs) an an open box of Kleenex by the door. (laughs) That I may or may not remember to bring with me. That I may or may not remember to bring with me. That was my prep. (laughs) And I think you said beef jerky, actually. Beef jerky. Yeah. 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 No, we, I was so prepared and I I spent two days, like two full days prepping these presents and labeling. I labeled everything. I um, love it. My kids really wished they were in yeah, your car. Yeah, it went, it was worth it. It was worth the two days to have two Peace. peaceful days Absolutely. of road tripping. So, yeah. Absolutely. It yeah. was brilliant. Okay. Let's get to our topic for today. Okay. So, um, I'm starting, so you should, you should introduce our topic. Okay, I will. Okay. Um, today we are talking about five matchmaking TV shows. Our five favorite matchmaking TV shows. Well, yes. I mean, one of these is not my favorite. Well, me it too. It used to be. Me too. But it needs it's, to be on there. It's, I mean, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So, um, gosh, if you are not into this genre of television, <laughs> you might be completely bored. But if you love this genre of television like we do, you're going to love this yeah. episode. Yeah, you're going to love it. You're going to love it anyways. Let's be honest. Well, that's true. We hope we'll you stop listening. <laughs> Okay, so number one, I'm going to share. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, you know that this is one of my all-time faves. And it is Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. Was this last summer? When was this? No, it was the beginning of... Oh, no, I guess it was before quarantine, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was in the fall. Yeah. Okay, I think you're right. Yeah. And it was on Netflix. Everyone was watching it. So I'm sure that many of you have seen it. Um, I had not, up until this point, watched... Married at First Sight, which, if any of you know, that's the precursor, sort of. It's the same producers. Mm-hmm. They're very similar. But, um, okay, so real quickly, for those five people who have not watched Love is Blind, it is, um, they took 16, I think, men and 16 women. They put them in these weird, Super weird. housing situations. They're like pods. Which were in a warehouse. They were these pods. I didn't that, like the pods. I found them kind of... They were too dark. Yeah. They needed some natural light in those pods because yeah. they were in those pods I for think like I a long felt time. very claustrophobic. Yeah, I agree. Um, they were in these pods and they couldn't see the people they were talking to, but they could hear them. And they did like speed dating. And then throughout the, I forget how long it actually went out. Was it two or three weeks? I think they were doing these dating in the pods. Sure. And throughout that time, they could then, like, select who they wanted to see again and or like see, kind of quote-unquote. further the 
quote-unquote relationship. Yeah. yeah, and it got down to where maybe they were just talking to one or two people, and then um, they only got to meet the person in real life if the if they got engaged. Mm-hmm. So once they got engaged, then they could meet and see each other, and then after that, they got to go on a honeymoon. Um, and then then they went on a honeymoon, and then they moved in together, and so they followed them. And then at the end of how many weeks was it total? Was it eight weeks or ten weeks or something like that? I don't remember. But at the end of it, they had to decide whether or not they were going to get married and get married. Mm-hmm. So they were going to get like it was the wedding day. So. Um, it was amazing. Such good television. Um, the thing you were like, you were kind of aggressive about me watching it. I, I, I just started watching it one night, and I stayed up till like two o'clock in the morning watching. I could not stop watching it. Well, so it was on. It was on, and then Emmy was like, "You have to watch this. Have you started watching it? Are you watching Love's Blind?" <laughs> and so I started watching it because. This was, uh, like, the finale coincided with a trip where I was coming out to see you. Yeah, and you had to finish it. And it was, like, the day I flew in was the day Love is Blind finale. So, obviously, those were going to be our plans for the evening. Right. And so, you were like, you have to finish. Oh, my gosh. So, we can watch the finale together, which I did. I I I was so proud of you. Thank you. I watched them on the plane. Yep. I remember you downloaded them so you could watch them on the plane. Yep. Yeah, I was really proud of you. I'm a good friend. You are. True. True friend. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just loved it. I think... One of the things I loved about it is that they had control, yeah. and I liked that. Like, they had control. Over, I mean, obviously, they had limited control because there were only 16 people, but a lot of people didn't get engaged. So there were, six, there were what, 32 total people, and then they ended up with, I think, five couples, which they, the producers, had planned for two. Oh, wow. And so they didn't know what to—they actually had six—no, they had— Eight matches. Eight matches. They had okay. six couples go on their honeymoon. They had eight matches, which they were just like, oh, my gosh, what do we do? Because they had only, like, planned and budgeted right. for two couples to go on their honeymoon and move into apartments together. Production was, like, crap. Yeah. So they had eight couples get engaged. They ended up selecting six to go on honeymoon. So we didn't even see—we never even saw the other two couples that got engaged. Um, and then they— the six couples that went on their honeymoon, only five survived the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh, remember that one couple? Yeah. A drink was, in the face. Yeah, it was... Diamond? Like, Diamond and Carter? Carson? I don't know, but it was painful. It was really painful. Um, and then they... So they left the honeymoon not together. But the rest of the five couples then went and moved in to the, all the same apartment complex and then they like did life together for several weeks until mm-hmm. the weddings. So it was so good. I don't know. There's one girl on there you can't talk about. Love is blind without talking about Jessica. Oh gosh. She. I hope that she got a bad rap. Like that. That's what the truth of the scenario is. Because it was. It did not portray her in a good light. You mean you hope she's not what she how she was portrayed on TV. exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I will say there's nothing they could have done to phony her sharing her glass of wine with her dog. True. So I'm going to judge her on that because mm-hmm. she did it. She filmed it. <laughs> she let it be on national, international television. She did it like it wasn't weird. And she thought it was perfectly normal to let her dog lick out of her wine glass and then continue to drink <laughs> it herself. So, Jessica, if you're out there listening— you might be a nice person. You might have gotten a really bad rap on the show, 
but I still will never kiss you. Okay. Well, now she knows. (laughs) She's been warned. She's been warned. Okay, so if you haven't watched it, check it out. It's on Netflix. And they're coming out with, they're doing more, uh, more seasons. They are right? working on season two, it was approved, but um, I don't know how they're going to do it during COVID. But right. um, it actually was like quarantining in the it's pods. True. So the pod part would work just That's fine true. for COVID. Just the traveling somewhere fun for your honeymoon would not work. Right, yeah. The w- other thing I liked about it, which um, I think they also do with Married at First Sight, is they selected people from the same region. So I've seen a show was, well, we'll get to it, but I've seen shows before, matchmaking shows, where they don't take into consideration where the people, well, like Bachelor doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, even if you choose to be together, now you have to make this big decision of like, who moves? Are you going to move? Are you going to try a long distance thing? Mm -hmm. And so I liked that they selected people that all lived in the same city. So that way that wasn't a factor. Right. I agree. That works. Good planning. Anyway, okay, check it out. Number two (laughs) is, well, The Bachelor. Mm. Because we would be remiss if we did not include this long time yet extremely unsuccessful matchmaking (laughs) show. (laughs) We should, you know what we should have done in research for this show? What? The, The, like, percentage of success. Oh, I have it right here. Oh, Mego. I know. I, I didn't do that for mine. That's okay. Um, okay, I, I've had an interesting history with Bachelor. Yeah. I go in and out of watching it. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of depends on... I think I've watched all the Bachelorette seasons, but I have not watched all the Bachelor seasons, and sometimes my soul is like, nope. So it depends on how like yeah. slimy the, the lead is, The Bachelor. Yeah. But there have been seasons where I, I just know there's going to be a lot of... Um, raunchy raunch yeah and my soul doesn't need that yeah I used to watch it always um and then I don't know I probably watched seven seasons how many seasons have there been um 30 oh wow yeah I I mean 30 including bachelor and bachelorette I would say I consistently watched maybe seven or eight seasons Mm -hmm. and then there's been some seasons since then where I've like seen a few episodes here and there Mm -hmm. but I've not like, consistently watching a long time. Actually, when this... I think the only Bachelorette I watched the whole season of was Trista. Oh, Trista. She and Ryan still live in Bale, and I, I always look for them when I go. Well, are you going to talk about how you... Oh, how I met her? ...actually met Trista? I did meet Trista. She friend? had a... I don't... I doubt she still has it, but for a while she had, like, a purse brand. Yeah. And so she was doing, like, these home parties, and I went to someone's house, and, like, she opened the door when I got to the house. <laughs> it was so exciting. <laughs> I was totally fangirling. And this was, like, Not that long after. ago. Yeah, yeah, this was, like, maybe just a few years after their right, season. Right, after, after their season aired. So well, it's kind of fangirling. did I ever tell you that we saw them, too? No. We saw them at Disneyland, not this last time they were there, but the time before, when we were walking back to our hotel after being at Disneyland all day. No. They were walking right in front of us with their kids. And I was like, oh, that's Tristan Ryan. They, they might be my favorite. Although, I really like Sean Lowe and Catherine. I didn't watch Shining. them. Oh, that's a good season. I didn't watch them. Molly. I watched a Molly season. With Jason and Molly. They're still together, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, so I stopped watching it because, well, I didn't like it. And I didn't, I get torn because I don't love the Bachelor seasons because I don't, I can't stand the cattiness with all the mm-hmm. girls. 
but I don't love the Bachelorette seasons because I can't stand the frat house that is the boys. Like, it's just true. a frat house. They both, don't, both, both those statements are true. And I always feel like they don't really care about the girls. Like, they're just there to have a party. But I have a friend that was on The Bachelor, and I'm not currently friends with her. Um, I think we are friends on Facebook, but um, she was a friend of mine in junior high, high school, and I'm, well, I wasn't connected with her, like, personally when she was on it, but some of my good friends were and so I was hearing all the lowdown about it all and um she was Sean was that her season what was her name Moana I don't remember it was the season that they went to Italy it was like the first time they went to do like an international Mm -hmm. one yeah and she was the villain in her season she ended up being one of the final two um then it wasn't Sean and she was so so vilified on that show and she was a sparky girl when i knew her so it didn't surprise me that she was creating some problems but i don't think it was as bad as they portrayed it Mm -hmm. and she that's what she says too like they completely edited it and twisted it and which they do yeah and and she felt so betrayed because she thought for sure they were going to be engaged. And then she, her heart was completely broken that he picked the other girl. And she felt like the producers had really led her on. And anyway, it really it really spiraled her and it ended up, like, causing several years of, like, a really dark season for her. And so I just felt like that's so icky how they're just, like— yeah. You know, just, it's, like, it's playing with these people's though. lives. I know, I know. And that's part of the reason I don't like it either. I was just trying to see who she was with. Oh. It says season eight, but that means... Yeah, that's probably right. That means nothing to me. I don't know who the lead was on that. Oh, okay, well... Anywho. Yeah. You can Google that for yourself, yeah. everyone. But, um... um but, sh- but I... Did you ever watch the show that is on Netflix, I think, that's a spoof of The Bachelor? I started it, but it didn't sit right with Yeah, me. it was... I didn't... I also didn't continue mm-hmm. watching it. I only watched maybe one or two episodes, but I believe it's accurate. I believe it was an accurate portrayal mm-hmm. of what happens on that show, and it really was pretty nasty at how the producers manipulate and use these people. Oh, and they... I mean, they use alcohol to just get everyone totally wasted. Right, exactly. I was all... I, I was... Travis. It was Travis. Travis. She was with... Travis. It was Travis. in Paris, so I guess it was Paris, it says. Yeah, it looks like it was... Oh, no, they go to Paris, but they were in Italy, I think. All right, well, we don't know who Travis is, yeah. so apparently Sorry, he's maybe I can find a picture. I'll memorable. find a picture of Travis and Moana, and we'll post it on Instagram. We always say we're going to post stuff. I know, and we never <laughs> do, but we're going to actually do it. We got. We finally got Mega logged in. To yes, that's right. Um, well, I did read some facts, and mm-hmm. I always was curious why they never eat on their dates. Oh, and you'll notice if you if you notice yeah. like it's always like these these beautiful plates of food that mm-hmm. they never actually eat. Mm. They drink on their dates, obviously. So I was reading that I guess the producers make sure that they eat in their hotel rooms before they go on the dates. So they'll be like, "What do you want? You can get whatever you want." Interesting. Like, I want some sushi. And yeah, because so, it would be kind of gross to be filming them while they had right, food in their just mouth. Right, no one really wants anyone to be chewing. What if they got something in their teeth? Well, and they want them to just be drinking so that they're 
right. talking well, freely about their relationship. Another fun fact that you and their told journey, me. Their journey. Right. You told me about Love is Blind. Uh-huh. Because we noticed on Love is Blind that they all had these really pretty gold wine glasses. And we wanted them. But Mego looked up. Right? Didn't you look this mm-hmm. up? And we found out that the reason they were opaque and not see-through, which totally makes sense. And I'm surprised they don't do this on The mm-hmm. Bachelor. Is for editing purposes so that the level of the wine isn't going up and down. So you're not like, oh, this was after. Because, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That Aren't makes a lot smart? of sense. We're so smart. Okay. Well, well, real quick before we wrap up The Bachelor. Yeah. There have been 30 seasons. 12 couples are still married. But wow. only three of those are from Bachelor. Wait. The other nine are Bachelorette. Oh, interesting. So, so Bachelor is so much the more successful. The there is women make better I'm actually decisions. surprised 12 out of 30? Uh-huh. That's actually pretty good. It's decent. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Because if you look at... Well, we'll get to the married at first sight statistics, but... There's a lower. Um, yeah, anything else to say about Bachelor? I just, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of over it. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a fan. I don't judge you if you love it, because I have loved it. No. I, at times. Listen, you could judge me about a lot of things that I love, so I'm not going to be judging anybody about what they love. <laughs> um, number three is a new one that Mego has not seen yet, but that Bo and I binged, and I tried to get him to come on here and guest star, and he refused. We tried. We both tried. <sighs> I was disappointed. I really thought he would. But I think he doesn't want the world to know he's watched this show with me, but now they do. So, haha, Bo. They know anyway. Um, Indian Matchmaking. It's a new show on Netflix. First of all, worst title of all time. Why? Like, they couldn't come up with something more creative than Indian Matchmaking? Well, it tells you what you're about, what you're in for. It does. But I feel like they could have been a little more creative. Like, I guess The Bachelor is the same. I don't know. But The Bachelor could have been called... United States matchmaking, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's it's called Indian matchmaking because it is about a Indian matchmaker named Auntie Seema. Okay. And like this is her job. Yeah, she's a matchmaker. Okay. And she lives in Mumbai, but oh. she travels all over, which yeah. is in India. That turns out. Yeah, uh-huh. I was just gonna remind you of that. <laughs> Um, and she travels all around matchmaking for people. So she's ba- she basically is the person who assists in arranging arranged marriages. Like families can hire yes, her? Yes, families hire her. In the case of the show, some of these people have hired her for themselves, not their families trying to arrange it. And it's not like some of the people that they show on the show are actually, it's more like they're trying to find a connection and she's, like helping them narrow it down. It's not like a now you're going to marry him okay. situation. But there is a couple of families that are in India. I don't think any of the ones from the United States are actually trying to have an arranged marriage, but the ones in India are. And there is one couple that is successfully matched married. They don't show the wedding though, which was I was really disappointed because I really wanted to see a good Indian, Indian wedding. Do you know I've been to an Indian wedding? Oh, I want to go to an Indian wedding. When I was in, um, when I went to India with my sister-in-law, mm, like in India, in India. Oh wow! Did I tell you this? I don't I'm know. Sure I did. You know, we're just getting old. Yeah. But um, I went to India with my sister-in-law. My in-laws, Pete's parents, were living there at the time, and she and I went for a few weeks. Yeah. And. We went to. They, they know about that because that's I know, when you got I know, on a rickshaw. Someone just started picking up. All right, if you just started picking up, you need to go back to our introductory <laughs> episode and listen to the story of what Megan did in Mumbai. 
that anorexia that Emmy judges me for. That I am I so glad myself. she's still I alive. Anyway, um, we went to the wedding of Harry and Patty's Pete's parents' taxi. It was like their their taxi driver's oh cousin's daughter or something what? random like that. Oh, and it was like. Oh, you must come. You must come to our... Oh, my god! This wedding. And so, BJ and I had to go to the wedding, so... Did you have to get saris? Yeah, I was just going to say, we got fitted for saris. Oh, how fun. I showed a little midriff. <gasps> yeah, I have you got it in the sari. I actually found that picture kind oh, recently. maybe we'll post the picture. Maybe we'll post it. <laughs> but it was so awkward, and, you know, we were like... I was one of four white people uh-huh. at the wedding. The others were my in-laws. Uh-huh. And... They made us sit at the head table. What? Uh huh. And eat. And everyone, what? all the guests, watched us <gasps> eat. And you know, in India, you have to be careful how you eat because you can't use your left hand. So I was sitting on my left hand. Is so that I the hand use you it. wipe mm-hmm. with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So I was sitting on my left hand so that I wouldn't be tempted to use it. Oh, and I'm like my trying gosh. to ball up my rice with my right hand. And you know, I'm utensils. So oh I'm trying to, my yeah. gosh. It was amazing. Wow, that is amazing. And we totally went to the wedding and left. And I was so embarrassed that we, like, shoved off as soon as they fed us. Like, we didn't stay for any of the oh, festivities or, like, the yeah. elephant. Yeah, the elephant dancing. Yeah. Wow. Well, we, well, yeah, they didn't show the wedding, and I was disappointed. But they did show the, like... I don't know if you would call a ceremony or whatever that mm-hmm. they did when they had agreed to marry. Is that like when they walk around the fire? No, no. it wasn't a ceremony. It okay. was more just like um, they came together and like laid out all the presents they had for her, like the, the groom's pre- presents, the, the groom. dowry. Well, I guess the no, reverse. the reverse because it wasn't a dowry. It was right. from the groom's family to the bride. Okay, and it was like all this jewelry and all these gorgeous like diamond encrusted saris. So it's for her. And- it's not for her family. Yeah, it was for her. Oh, it was all the stuff for her. And it was amazing. It was quite... Um, it was a very wealthy family. Emmy did say to me last night, I don't remember why you said this, but she Because we were talking she, about Indian matchmaking. She said she wants to go to India. No, no, no. No, no, no. Let's correct that. So um, but I just booked our ticket. No, 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 no. I said I have become much more interested in Indian culture, and you took that as let's go to India, and I said that's still a hard pass. I literally, like, if I were to close my eyes right now and try to picture you in India, I cannot. (laughs) I cannot. No, it's not happening. Um, But this show really made their culture very interesting to me. And it was interesting watching this kind of back-to-back with watching Married at First Sight, which Mm -hmm. we will talk about in a moment. Um, Because basically, that's Married at First Sight is an arranged marriage. And this, it's so interesting. And I... I actually do think we're going to go back to that. They talk about it in Indie Matchmaking, about how, like, this is going to become more culturally mm-hmm. normal in a lot of cultures, not just Indian culture, um, because it's so hard these days for people. Yep. And basically, like, in like with apps, that's kind of what is happening. Is right. people are You're being, narrowing down to people that mm-hmm, might be a good fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's true. I don't know. It was interesting, but... Well, um, I definitely yeah. will watch it. I'm, yeah, I'm, you'll love it. I just need to warn you, anyone who wants to watch it ahead of time. I'm not sure if this was a show that was made for Netflix or if it was a show that was made in India. For I don't know who made oh. it. It was made by an Indian producer. But um, why? First of all, it ends very abruptly. There's no pretty bows for any of the stories. 
they didn't even give like you know how a lot of times if they stop telling stories at the end of the last episode they'll mm-hmm. be like this person is doing this and there was no recaps well i'm assuming you did your google stuff of course i did some deep diving yeah but um yeah it just it, it there was a bunch of people who were like what 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 happened to them and um also you definitely definitely have to watch it with the subtitles on because especially when they're in india they mm-hmm. go is this true of all indians i'm very curious about this they go back and forth between Hindi and English mm-hmm. mid-sentence, and, like, it's nothing. Like, they're just speaking in two languages that are combined. Well, I haven't—I can't speak for all Indians, <laughs> but I—yes, I did experience that thing yeah. when I was there. Yes, yeah. for sure. It, so it's really hard to follow, so you really have to read, because they don't even—like, there's no warning. They'll just be talking in mm-hmm. English, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? What, what are they saying? And then you realize they're now speaking in Hindi. Or even just, like, a word within a sentence in English yeah, will, yeah. Be, will be Hindi instead yeah. of, yeah. Or vice versa. They'll Gosh, have a I whole— I could do that. I know, don't you? Cool. I was thinking that, too. But I, it's got to just be because that's kind of their language mm-hmm. now is, like, a combined— Emerged, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Anyway. All right. Well, now I want Indian food. Highly recommend. Oh, that sounds so good. I know. But we're going to the train oh, restaurant yeah. for After lunch After we record, we're taking the children to Emmy's. All she's told me is it's a restaurant in a train. I don't think it's actually in a train. But there's a train theme. It's, it has to do with trains. It's called Dairy Keen. Keen? Like K-E-E-N. Keen. Okay. But I was like, I don't know how they haven't been sued. But. Okay. Anyway. Can't wait. Okay, number four. I I hooked you on this, correct? Absolutely. I mean, because I, I think I talked about it as one of my favorite TV shows early on in the podcast. I had watched the first few seasons a long time ago when they first came out, but then I had stopped watching. Let's tell people what we're talking about. Go ahead. We're talking about <laughs> Married at First Sight. <gasps> so good. Okay, I love this show. Here, oh, my gosh. Okay, first of all, let me just start by saying, okay, well, let me tell you the premise of the show. If you've not seen this, Why? Why have you not watched this? Well, because it's not readily accessible. It's on like a random channel. Well, yes, but now I think because Love is Blind is so successful and it's the same producers. Yes. um, It is on. There's one season on Netflix. Season, no, season nine is on Netflix. They're currently running the 11th season as we speak. Mm -hmm. And that is on Hulu. Okay. So here's an interesting thing. Okay, here's the premise. So. After a screening process, six strangers. Well, mm, it's different. It changes. Than, yeah, it started different. out with only two, I think, wasn't it? Three, I think. Was it three from the beginning? Yeah. But okay. Yeah, okay. Strangers are paired up by relationship experts. Mm-hmm. There's a pastor. Mm-hmm. There's Dr. Pepper, who's like, I don't know, what is she? She's really, a therapist. A therapist. I think a marriage therapist. She's so cute. She's like four foot two. Love her. And then there's always like a... Uh, another counselor like a sex but she's always oh like, yeah the sex like expert the, the intimacy you're right helps them with the intimacy stuff. so yeah these experts match people and these strangers agree to marry the person without sight unseen sight unseen like at the altar like they, they see meet each other the as they're walking down yeah. as the bride is walking down the aisle yeah um so then they get married <laughs> spend their wedding night in a hotel uh-huh and leave and, the next day for a honeymoon and then come home and move in together and then similar to love is blind yeah yeah they they um it's live together, actually they live together for six weeks and then they have the chance to decide if they want to get a divorce yeah or if they want to stay married. Okay? So there, you're all cut up. It's changed from six weeks, though. The the newest seasons are eight weeks. Okay. But here's, I think, why I'm enjoying these kind of shows more than, like, The Bachelor. Is The Bachelor, it's like the dates are, like, 
Mm-hmm. You go on, you're, they, he takes you to a store and you mm-hmm. pick out an evening gown and then mm-hmm. you get on a helicopter. Right. But these are like real life. Like they're just. They're going through their real life together. Right. And yeah. so I think I'm much more intrigued by shows that have that kind of premise. Well, and like I said at the beginning with Love is Blind is I think there you have more, these people have more control. Right. Over what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it feels like a little more real. And they can decide, and it has happened on seasons, they can decide partway through to get divorced yes. and not finish even the whole six-week process. Uh-huh. So some things I found out about it that you may or may not know. Oh, I'm so excited. Is, did you know that the executive producer signed on to do it because he met his wife on a blind date? No. And he believes in the process. Interesting. Of, like, just oh, falling in love. Really interesting. Scene. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And then... Um, the weddings, you choose the wedding you want from like a, this is, this is what one of the brides has said, one of the women that participated, but she said, you, you choose your wedding you want from like a, basically a PowerPoint presentation (laughs) of options. So there's like six options of lots of different things. You're like, pick one of these cakes, pick one of these color schemes, pick one of these, you know, food options. Yeah. We were talking last night about this because it is the... Well, they also only let you pick twenty five guests. Yeah, each, she, she each, said she was allowed to invite twenty people. Yeah, you get you get twenty five guests, and that's it. And they're the smallest weddings, and they're like so like. Could they put up one more piece of decor because they don't put up anything? Like it is so bare bones. Well, they either do nothing or it's really hideous. Yeah, like they yeah they had no filter when they put up. The decor. I feel like they should hire us to put on these weddings. I wonder if we could get that job. Do you know that I love it. Pretty much every episode. We think we could do all the things. Well, no, we come up with a new like, <laughs> job business ourselves. idea for Mango and Emma. Um, yeah. Does that mean that we think we can do everything better? I think it does. Um, I do think that's what that yeah. um, indicates. Yeah. But it's like, they could be so much nicer. And I just don't understand why they have to be so bad. Because you can, listen, I've put on conferences for 250 people. You can mm-hmm. do it with a low budget really nicely. I agree. And they just always seem tacky. And They're I'm like, so tacky. The, the mm, yeah, lots of purple. Oh, always so much purple. I know. Well, okay. And did you know that prenups are? They're like in the contract. I was wondering about that. I was yeah. wondering, and I was also wondering if they have to actually get a divorce or if they can be annulled because sometimes they actually have to get divorced. Sometimes they don't even consummate the wedding though, and in that case, I think you can annul it. Maybe, maybe in those instances. But so there's prenups are are worked into the contract okay. so that if they do get a divorce, you know, none good. of their assets yeah. are at risk. Um, so the couples have six weeks or now eight weeks yeah. to decide if they want a divorce. And if they decide they do, the show will pay for the lawyer's fees and any other costs. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, that is. Because. They'd have to. Right. Yeah. But then after that, it's on them. So if you don't decide. Oh, At that later. final decision okay. day. Yeah. That you want to get a divorce, then all that costs. Oh, is on you. So that's really interesting. So it really is like something to weigh. That's interesting because there has been a season, mm-hmm. we won't say which one, where one of the couples... The next day after deciding to stay together, the next day broke up. Yeah. So, bummer. Yeah, bummer for them. That cost them a lot of money. Yeah. So, I Depends thought that was really interesting. interesting. Wow, so that is who's your favorite? who's your favorite couple? Oh, my gosh. Favorite and least favorite. Oh, wow. That's a lot of Do pressure. Do you want to say mine? Yeah, you start. Okay, my favorite couple is... Ashley and Anthony. I, I, I would probably... They would be up there for sure. They were on the Chicago season. Yeah. And I just liked them from the beginning. Yeah, me too. I didn't think they were a match. I didn't. I didn't think they were gonna li- like each other uh-huh. as much as they did. And now they're they have a baby. They they're seem so super cute. Happy. They they just laugh a lot. Yeah, I like them. And my least favorite is um, 
Well, I have a lot of least favorites. Yeah. I have three least favorites. Okay, let's hear them. I want to hear them all. Kate and Luke. <sighs> okay. Well, I loved watching them. It was so painful. It was painful. But I, I don't, it was kind of like a train wreck. Their dynamic was that he was just never around. Well, he was always out with his friends. First of all. He was totally uninterested They in had it. met like yeah. three weeks before the wedding. He was like a, he's like a speed, speed dating. dating. He runs speed dating mm-hmm. events. So he had seen her. He had met her at one of his events. She had come to one of the events like three weeks prior. And I got the feeling that as soon as he saw her and realized he had met her, he wasn't excited about it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she was very pretty. I will say. Her hair, though. Well, I wasn't crazy about the hair, but she was cute. I thought she was really oh, she's cute. she's adorable. But, and, and she was, like, so And pretty. I don't think it was necessarily what she looked like that he was not attracted to. I think it was that he had, he had talked. Here's my theory. Do you want to hear it? I do. He, several times on the show, accused her of being an alcoholic. And I yeah. think that at his event, she got drunk. And he was very turned off by her personality when she was drunk. This is my theory. This is my total uh-huh. theory. And so when he, and so he didn't like her personality. And so when he saw her, he was like, oh, cred. Because he was already turned off by how much she had drank and how she had been sloppy. Because she seemed to get a little sloppy when she drank. Uh-huh. Um, so that's my theory. My number two least favorite couple is Mika and Michael. Yeah, I would that they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's Agree. like he is like a serial liar, and it's really. I'm mm-hmm. I'm genuinely like sad for him. I really mm-hmm. hope that he gets some help. I agree, and can he can turn that around? Yeah, I but agree. He just lied about everything. He had her, some and issues she was needed like, to deal with, and he would. He's just one of those people that would twist everything so and that she it kept was her trying. Fault. She kept trying to mm-hmm. believe him. Yeah, and I liked her, but I did, not I did too. Yeah, but by far, my least favorite yeah, couple of all time is Mindy and Zach. Love uh, Mindy. Well. Yeah, yeah, Zach. Let's just say Zach's our I, least favorite. I honestly think he's a psychopath because he has absolutely no emotion. No I anything. think he, I think he had no intention of getting anything out of that show except for publicity. I think that was what it was all about. And I think she was so, she's she like was a, so hopeful. Ice skating teacher. She's like a Disney princess, and she had so much hope. And she had been really hurt in her life, and. She had recently lost a sister to a drug mm-hmm. overdose and had a miscarriage like three days later. And she was so, like, she needed, but she was also so positive, I even know. despite all that. And yeah, he was just checked out from He was the checked day out go. from day one. Mm-hmm. I will say, I think she's really cute, especially when she has her hair down. I thought she looked very matronly at her wedding. I did mm-hmm. not like her hairstyle, and I felt like it made her look much older than she was. And so I think that first impression probably wasn't great of her. But then, but still, he couldn't even enter into the process no, of like getting to know her. No, and he is a wall. Moving past first impressions. But his friends kind of said that about him too. Like you're gonna have to really get him to open up. Well, he never did. I'm really confused. I mean, I, I don't judge so much Luke getting past the the process, the screen process, but Michael and yeah. Zach had no yeah. business being on that show. Yeah, they I didn't had understand how they made it that far. I really yeah. didn't understand how they made it far. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so maybe you don't know. I, sh- I think yeah, my three that's least fine. favorite are yours. Those you covered a, mine. you have a favorite couple? Um, besides Ashley and Anthony, um, I don't know if I can think of one off the top of my head. But I'm thinking, oh, I, I do have one other one. And now I don't remember their names. But they're from the Ma- Michael and Mika season, which was also Mindy and yeah. Zach, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the two that are still married. Um, oh, dang it. I follow them on Instagram. Of course you do. Um, what do they look like? Blonde. They're both blonde. And they're both very sweet. She was a twin. Jess? Oh, Jess. Jess and, and. Oh, what's his name? Jess and. Oh. 
Sorry, guys. Dang, it's on the tip. Jess, Jessica Studer. Yeah, this is her. So let's see. We'll find out his name by looking at her Instagram. But yeah, um, they, they Austin. Were- Jess and Austin. They were just, like, themselves and yeah. goofy from goofy. day one, and I loved that. Me too. Like, even just at the wedding ceremony, they both were a little bit mm-hmm. goofy, and they just clicked instantly, and they were so sweet to each other, and... They were, like, a couple where they had to create drama for the show to be interesting, totally. but I know that it was all yeah. fabricated. Yeah. 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 They were great. Yeah. Good And they're still married. So, yeah. Okay, so that leads us to our final. Fifth and final. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, okay, let me just tell you how this came to be yeah. in Emmy's life. Yeah, please do. Because she was voxing me about Married at First Sight, Married at First Sight, because I finally got her back on that mm-hmm. choo choo train. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Have you watched this? Have you seen this? I was like, Emmy. <laughs> I have seen everything. I was like, if it, if there's, yes, I've seen the reunions. I've seen the second chances. <laughs> if Married at First Sight is in the title, I have watched it. And then I told her, I said, in fact, I'm so obsessed that I have moved on to Married at First Sight Australia. So <laughs> and when, I was like, what? There's an Australian yeah, version? So I said, so when you finish, meet me over there in Australia. <laughs> and we love it. So okay, but then I found out because I started watching it and actually passed Megan up and what she where she was on it, and then it ended in it's being aired currently in yes. the United States on Lifetime. It's being aired currently the seventh season of mm-hmm. Married at First Sight Australia. But I found out that it had already all aired in Australia, <laughs> and I found this random website that I'm sure was a bootleg website. I'm sure you have viruses. Like, some of the episodes are mirror-imaged, and some of them it feels like I'm watching someone's television screen. Like, I think they're videoed. But it had all 36 episodes. Of, well, not all. There was a couple missing, mm-hmm. but... Daily Motion. Daily Motion, and... Is the website. Yeah, that's the website. And um, apparently... And, so I watched the entire season and was totally obsessed. I'm like, Megan, you have to catch up to me. Anyways, it's amazing. And now Mago has not only caught up to me, she's moved on to season six. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done that yet, so I need to do that. Okay, we have to be careful here because we could talk about Married at First Sight Australia for It could be a whole episode. So let's, what do we want to share? Well, I think first, first of all, all, we should talk about how different it is from yes. the United States version. That's so what I was say. it, I, I believe, I, even better. though even though there are more seasons of the uni- of the U.S. version, I think Australia was the I did original. Too. I think so too. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. We need to find that out. Mm-hmm. But because it's so much better, <laughs> I think. I think there's good and bad things about it. But um, yeah, it's very different. Their whole process is a little different. Instead of having like the six weeks where they live together and they're deciding if they get married, they have a meeting once a week where they have a commitment mm-hmm. ceremony and they decide are they going to continue with the process or are they going to stop. And what's interesting, so they write, they have these little secret envelope things that they write mm-hmm. on and they write leave or stay. Mm-hmm. And there's this twist that if one of, if the, mm-hmm. say the husband says stay, but the wife wants to leave, if only one person writes leave, they have to stay another week. They have to stay another week. And it, it continues. So even and, and if for the a lot of people, week, they, they push through and it was yeah. good that they had yeah. stayed when they were yeah. having to leave. It was interesting. Yeah, so interesting. And and the experts really helped them. I think they, because they go to this commitment ceremony, and they're like, what's going on? And right. Like, well, we're struggling with, with this. And the experts are like, well, why don't you work on this this week? Well, and they do it as a whole group. Them. So mm-hmm. the all the couples are together. They have a lot more couples. And all of them are together. And they, they do the living part differently, too. They all, mm-hmm. like, live in a hotel together. 
And they're not doing their real life, I don't think. Although it does kind of seem like they do go to work a little bit. They're like people at the gym. Yeah. But they're really more secluded. Like, they're not in their normal environment. And so it seems to me like they're more, like, just living with them. more isolated. Yeah. And so it's, in that way, it's kind of Bachelor meets Married at First Sight U.S. But it is so good. So the differences are interesting. Another big difference we talked about last night is that the weddings— Oh my gosh, they're actually pretty. Are gorgeous. Yeah. And they have an actual budget. They clearly budget. have an actual production budget for their weddings. They're beautiful. The dresses, like, the decor, the locations. Dream weddings. Yeah. Dream locations. They're like on vineyards. In castles. Mm-hmm. And they're all in different locations. Where we were joking, I think the Married at First Sight US people are getting married on like <laughs> in like a hotel back alley. <gasps> on like Wednesday at 9 30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's anyway. So how's that feel? Yeah, the other um, the other thing we should talk about is the Australian women. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, I mean, I would love for an Australian to weigh in on this. Me too. If we Go have free. any Australian listeners, I'm curious because I feel like the um, people in California get a really bad rap for how into plastic surgery and fake looking people we are, and. Uh, wow. 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 Australia, if these Plastic people are representing, yeah, if this is the typical Australian girl, yeah, they really, a really like their hair extensions. <laughs> and the makeup? And the lips. Oh my gosh, the lip filler that is happening it, it in Australia. It on a little drag queen. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The lip filler. I like. Oh they my must, gosh. They must do it on every street corner. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of very large bosoms. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Lots of fake hair. Oh, the extensions. And, like, no shame about it. Like, uh-uh. they're, they're just, like, pulling their hairs up into ponytail, and those clip-ins are right there. Yeah. And we're seeing them. Yeah, they're not trying to hide it. No, they're not. So um, I'd be yeah. real curious if we have anyone from the Australia region that could tell us if that's the norm. Well, another reason I would love to have... Um, an Australian listener mm-hmm, chime mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. is I'm so intrigued by the Australian slang. Oh, I know. Like this, the, the um, pash? Pash, the pash. pash so I, I really want to incorporate that into my life. I was thinking the same I thing. Like, it. hey, Pete, you want to go have a pash? Yeah, a pash Apparently means, it means like a makeout. Kiss with tongue. Uh-huh. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love, I mean, obviously we all know they say mate, but mm-hmm. I love how they use it. Yeah. Like, you call your dad your mate, you call your friends your mate. Everybody's your mate. Everyone's your mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did like that too. There was more. I don't know. There was other ones that I loved. I've done some Googling because I'm like, what is I love listening to them talk. I really do do love it. And it's really improving my Australian accent. Well, I was trying to improve it, but that, I'm telling you, Australian is one thing. Baby Australian is... (laughs) Barbie baby. Barbie baby. Slow Barbie baby. Anyway, it's so good. Um, Mago found another website. What's the website you found? Um, it is called... We'll link all these. shvideos.net. You probably get a virus on your computer. Well, same, same with the Daily Motion. But yeah, you can check Some out. Some things these. are worth it. Austra- absolutely, absolutely worth it. But first, I was I wanted to say too about Married at First Sight. I highly recommend starting in the most recent seasons and working your way backwards. There, okay. You'll get a little bit of spoilers because sometimes they like talk about previous seasons mm-hmm. that are still together. But I think it has the show has evolved a lot, and I think the newer seasons are better and more successful at keeping the people together. I agree. So I think that it I would go backwards. 
It's so Don't good. start with season 11, though, because it's currently filming and you won't be able to binge it. So start right. with season 10. And if you don't have Hulu, start with season 9 on Netflix. And if you don't have Netflix or Hulu, you can watch some of them, I think, on the Lifetime website. If you don't have Netflix or Hulu, why are you not? Why are you listening to us? Because we're constantly referring you to Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> well, Amy judges you, but I don't. <laughs> All right, okay, we did well, it. This, I think, is our longest episode. Oh, I'm not ever. surprised. I didn't have a watch, so I couldn't. We're on. We're going on 47 minutes. Oh, here. Bo texted me. Time's up. He's being like his father right now. Okay, well, okay. we better go because both okay. says we have to, and we got a okay. we got a train car to go. Yeah, we got a train Eden. car to go to Eden. Okay, well, we're gonna try and record another episode with our husband, so there'll be more talk of Utah. Sorry, it's not over yet. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. And while you're over there, please give us a five star review. Also, give us a follow over on Instagram. We are at 5 Things Podcast. That's the number 5 Things Podcast. If you have any topic suggestions, we would love to hear them. So send us a DM through Instagram and we'll try to get you on the show. That's right. It all would not be possible without the help of Jeff and Taylor over at Goodyear Audio. You can find them on Instagram at good underscore ear underscore audio. And they can help you with all your podcast needs. We'll meet you back here next week.